it's thursday december 29th 2022 and this is the talk film society podcast i am your host marcelo pico uh, as always uh here with my co-host for this uh, uh show this series is marcus serving hey marcus Hello, Marcelo. I am your always jovial co-host, Marcus Irving. <laughs> oh, you need ready a, to talk about awards. <laughs> you need to dial it down five notches. You are you're coming in strong, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm bouncing off the walls over here. You're bouncing off the walls over here with my severe migraine that I've had for three days. <laughs> well, we don't have to record. See, we we can just have this be. No, I'm I'm happy to record. <laughs> Okay, Not we'll see. Be any better tomorrow, Marcelo? If if you need to tap out, then just let me know, and then I go. You know what? We'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, if I ever say the words "tap out," <laughs> the, the the recording ends immediately. <laughs> exactly. And then I just I just I just uh, stop recording. I publish the episode up until that point. So you, so <laughs> you could. I mean, I, I would do it, Marcus. I would do it if you right now you said, <laughs> you know what? I tap out. I go, okay, fine. And I release a minute-long episode. <laughs> that'll be it. I'll do it at this point. I've well, been doing this thing. I, I like having that in my back pocket. Uh, we'll see where that how that comes out later. But this is only for this episode, by for, the way. I think for right now, I'm okay. Okay, yeah, but okay I, okay. I get the rules. Yes, for this episode, again, just say it one more time because I like repeating myself. If you say ta- if you say you tap out, I end it there. I publish the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mm. I think this is a big episode. Okay, uh, Marcus, big one. Uh, off mic threatened that this might be a shorter episode. I th- I th- that's what you said, Marcus. Right? You 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 look around and you go, you know what? This might be a shorter episode. And I'm like, huh? We'll see. I said that. Because I think we'll see. I think this is a big one. I think people have been clamoring for this. I know I have. Uh, we're talking the best lead actress performances of 2022. Yes. Best yes, lead actresses finally. performances. 2022. Um, oh, let me do quickly do the spiel. Okay. The 10th Talk Film Society Awards, which is the little awards you know, show, uh, um, you know, ceremony, whatever you want to call it, the list of movies picked by people. Uh, Talk Film Society has been doing it uh, for nine years, going on the 10th year uh, in March 2023. And we're just doing all the award, all these awards episodes, me and Marcus, because, hey, let's get, let's, let's talk about awards. Let's talk about this season. And let's remind everybody that, hey, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode rather than uh, focus on Marcus's health. Um, the ballot is open. The ballot is open for the Talk Film Society Awards. So go to talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS Awards and vote in the first round. That should have been the headline, but whatever. I just, I just, I just realized hey, this what, is the episode. What, the, the, your little, your little hobby or, or my health, Marcella, what should have been the headline? <laughs> your, your, the hobby <laughs> your or the health? hobby or, or, or my health. <laughs> What's more important to you? <laughs> I, I say, I, I, as a friend of yours, Marcus, I am concerned about you. But as a showman, <laughs> I'm almost concerned about There's the no content. Reason to be concerned. It's okay. <laughs> this happens. It's okay. 
So 50-50. Give me that at least. I'm a 50% All right. a bad person, 50%, 50% a good person. It. I have an angel and a demon on my shoulder at all times. Uh, but yes. yeah, anyway. Uh, listen to both equally. Talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS Awards. Vote. Okay, that's enough of, of that. I have to do that every episode. Every episode. Because sometimes uh, uh, the episode you're doing now, it's the first episode somebody's hearing. I always keep, I always have that in mind. All right, so I'm sorry to those who are listening this for listening to this for the first time. I'm sorry, Marcus. Uh, we we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I I think <laughs> I think we we quickly talk about a few things that we've been watching that might play into our talk uh, overall with the, the the best lead actress performances of 2022. Um. Uh, me and Marcus will get into our favorites. We we asked the Discord question. That question being, what are your favorite performances, female performances, leads uh, of 2022? And we'll talk about all that in a bit. But hey, first, what have been? What have we been watching? That sounds familiar. That's not what that. That that's, we, don't think about any other. Podcast. What is it that you have been watching in this <laughs> last week or so? In the last few days, what have your eyes been attached to, Marcus? <laughs> Have you seen anything <laughs> worthwhile, Marcus? Boy, yeah, Marcella. I've done a lot of catch up and a lot of last scene. I've done a lot of movie watching in this last week, a lot in an odd amount. That I don't think I planned it. It just kind of happened, where I watched a lot of movies, a lot of films. Now, do you like that? <laughs> I I love it, buddy. You are speaking my language, and that language is movies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I've also been watching a lot of movies. I I, I think we, we we talked about this off mic. I think we might talk about some of the ones we've watched in the last few days. It'll it'll roll into this conversation we're about to have. But I just want to point out one uh, 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 lead awards contender uh, film that I saw uh, uh, over the last week. And I threatened to talk about this last episode. I remember now, the end of the last episode, I, I said I was going to watch a few movies. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. You mentioned uh, you were going to see, you were going to go out to the theater. You said you were going to see something. Yeah. Uh, women Talking. Uh, that, yeah. that, that one, I'll just quickly say, the female performances in that, all around amazing. Uh, um, and I can see why they were brought up in previous episodes where uh, um, either they're on the gold derby thing or people in the discord mentioned them. But yeah, the supporting actress performances in that movie are stellar. Uh, Rooney Mara is in the running for lead actress in, in that category. I wouldn't say she's like, she almost made my honorable mentions. Like she barely peeked in there, but uh, not the strongest performance in that movie. I think Jack Jesse Buckley, uh, um, uh, and Claire Foy are outstanding in that movie. So anyway, the best supporting actress uh, um, field, I can see them playing a part. Anyway, that's that. But the the one the one I just quickly t- I don't really even really want to really talk about it this much actually. I saw it. I just, I want to say let's move on from it officially. I think until Marcus sees it. In my book, I'm done with this. The whale. I'm I I saw the whale. The whale. I I can see why Brendan Fraser is the is the front runner or or up there, right? 
a, a lead contender in the leading acting, a leading actor race. But it's a bad movie. It's not good. I I, I don't like the movie. I, Do you really think that? You really think that? I honestly think it's. I've been I've been struggling with this honestly, and that's a dumb word to use about a movie like the whale well, <laughs> to no, struggle no, no, with no, it. No, no. But yeah, I. But <laughs> oh, no, no, I, no, I, I remember you feeling this way about. Uh, about mother, like when that in the yeah, year that mother but, came out, you're, uh, it seems like this is a pattern for you and Aronofsky. <laughs> and I really don't want it to be. Noah? I don't, and uh, I don't really want it to be. And listen, maybe this is going to be a bigger conversation now since you brought this up, Marcus. How dare you? <laughs> uh, uh, like, <laughs> use my own words against me. I apologize to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> here we go. Uh, I, I've got my, I've got my little card here. I could pull out at any time. <laughs> Yes, Vargas can tap out right now if he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I I really wanted to give it up to Aronofsky. I'm not on I'm not on the I'm not the I'm not on the Boo Aronofsky side, really. Sure, Noah, uh, and I think it's just a problem with like the the last few Aronofsky movies for me, like Noah, Mother. There are things in in those movies in particular that like like speak to me and what Aronofsky is saying in them thematically uh, is like okay that's that's good that's clever Aronofsky's trying to build like a filmography that's saying something I also see that in the whale but it's I don't know the Aronofsky of it all is there but it's just a bad movie <laughs> i could give i could give mother I, I i you know i should rewatch mother i might see that and like think it's a classic now because i think visually in mother it's much more interesting i think the performances there are all stronger it's like thematically more like grandiose meanwhile the whale is so small it's so trite it's it's i don't know i, I, I anyway I'm gonna stop myself because I could keep going on, but I did. I did really want to feel something. I, I, Do you think it's it's that un, both of these movies want you to be uncomfortable, Mother and the the Whale? I think. Yeah. Uh, do you feel it's some part of that that you just feel? Well, I think maybe you it's feel like Aronofsky has uh, forced you to see the truth. <laughs> but okay, but but here's the thing. I think in Mother, I guess maybe there's that layer of it, it, it plays on fantasy. You know, and you have to admit, Marcus, it's not based in any reality, even in like the dialogue. Oh. Scene. Like, no, right? It's <laughs> it's it's, it's, not. it's it's not right, right? But with like the whale, but then no. that's the thing about the whale. And maybe I need to rewatch um, Requiem for a Dream. But in the whale, when Aronofsky is like playing with like these people who you perceive as real people, in the whale, it doesn't feel that genuine, on th- authentic. Like those, oh God, here we go. Marcus, you, again, we can tap. This could be just the whale special. <laughs> and we could just do the lead actress episode next episode. If you the want to just tap out. lead actress episode, we're talking about the movie. <laughs> the movie, the whale. Like what? Male-led, male-directed. <laughs> Although, okay, okay. But I'll, I don't know I'll, anything about any other, other casts. Uh, I, uh, the, okay, there are some great other performances in the movie, but... It is. It is. It is about Frazier, and I, I see him getting nominated for sure. The Frazier. Um, 
but yeah, he's he's really the one real thing about the movie that I'm like, okay, that works. But oh, and I was looking at up Hong Chu. Uh, she's also amazing. She's in the supporting actor, uh, sorry, supporting actress category, and I think she could possibly be nominated because I think um, she was also in uh, the menu, right? I think we talked about that uh, during the best supporting actress uh, episode. Um, but anyway. Here's the thing, Marcus, and, and 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 it really comes down to this. It it's 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 trying to portray, like I was saying before, like these real, real seeming people, but he doesn't pull it off because it just feels so hokey, and laughable. Like that's the thing. Like, here's what happened. And yes. again, sit sit back, Marcus. I'm sorry. This I'm sorry. This is happening. <laughs> Sit back, relax. I have a story to tell. Okay. okay. And again. Uh, I'm ready to hear it, Marcelo. And again, get you raw, can... Get vulnerable. You can tap out at any time. I say that to you. I say that to you and the listener. Um, so I saw the whale at... Um, I'll just say it, The Animal Draft House. Uh, here in town in Austin. Okay. okay um, Tim League. <laughs> Tim League was not there running, running the projector, okay. but uh, but I hear on some nights he is there running the projector. Um, if and if you look back, you might see his like you know shaved little head back there. Um, <laughs> I saw this on the Thursday night it came out. Um, I I forget I, I may have seen uh, something else that night, and I go you know what I might as well cross this off the list. That's how I felt about the whale, and I and listeners of, of this series. Um, I think I mentioned it before. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the whale. I wasn't looking forward to the whale. And I I said, you know what? It's Thursday. It's a 10 p.m. show. I'll just do it. Let's, let's get this over with. So, or it might have been Wednesday. It doesn't, it doesn't matter the day. It was one of the late night shows uh, of, the, of the opening night. Doesn't matter the day. Doesn't matter the day. Just, just think of it. Just think, think of this, folks. Opening night, 10 p.m., uh, uh, the Animal Draft House. I sit down movie starts i go something's off okay we're about five minutes in the aspect ratio is wrong um it was filmed i think in like academy ratio in like four three um but what was on screen were like black bars covering up the top and bottom of the frame so it was a cropped so it's like a little square in the middle of the screen looked bad everybody in my theater well i guess you know started screaming (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I almost did. I <laughs> when when I saw the title screen that said a film by Darren Aronofsky and like his name was cut off at the bottom, I go, "Oh no!" <laughs> ah, everybody just started shouting. I <laughs> we all ran out of the theater. I pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> I was go detained. Tour, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so it took about ten minutes for for finally the movie to stop. And uh, somebody comes in and says, "Sorry, folks, uh, we're going to restart the movie." Some give bonehead us- back here screwed up the projection. <laughs> Damn you, Tim League! So they were like, "We need to restart the we need to restart the digital projector because the file is 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 wrong or something." So we had to wait for the projector to restart. Now I'm going to spoil the first seconds. Of the whale, so I'm sorry, Marcus. I'm going to do this. Darren and, Aronofsky's name. Uh, <laughs> yes, we see Darren, Darren Aronofsky's name on screen. Okay, 
you know that that's over black screen and then we fade in into this and listeners this is the first 30 seconds and i think this really boils down what this movie is for me in these first 30 seconds this is why i don't like the whale okay so we're we're, we've just heard me grabbing pills from my head Marcus's, Marcus's hand is hovering over the tap out button right now. Uh, somebody came in a few minutes into the projector being rebooted. We're waiting for it to, to happen. Uh, he comes in, he goes, <clears throat> like, folks, where would you like the movie to start? Would you like the movie to start all over again? Or would you like to start it 10 minutes in? Like, we're cut off. A lot of us were quiet. I didn't say anything. I mean, I, I could have gone either way. Honestly, I was more leaning towards, let's just start where we where we left off because i'm kind of like not feeling this movie let her roll yeah so he said <laughs> uh there's some there there's some like let uh, her roll baby <laughs> nobody's saying anything <laughs> and so some some dude like uh 30 seconds into this like okay we don't know what we're gonna do some dude in the middle of the conversation just shouts out Start it when Brendan Fraser's jacking off, man. <laughs> the audience <laughs>, laughs. Because yes, I like that. The first thirty seconds of the whale is a creeping, like dolly shots uh, reveal of Brendan Fraser as the lead character in the movie jacking off violently. Um, now. <laughs> After that scene, <laughs> it becomes what you think it is, and it's not really. Pl- <laughs> oh God! It, it is a it is a vile movie. It is not funny at all. It is it is it is <laughs> supposed to be a portrayal of a man that is just suffering in so many ways. Again, I say it's not supposed to be funny, but it's <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sorry, it is. And somebody making a comment about Brendan Fraser in the whale jacking off violently, and him saying, "Let just put it, just just start it over, so we can see him jack off again." And the crowd laughing. I I didn't laugh out loud, but I'm like, okay, fair enough, <laughs> I guess, because people are not taking this movie seriously. It should not be taken seriously because, like, I don't think Aronofsky really had any has had I, maybe he doesn't have that in him anymore as a filmmaker to make something feel so real and authentic i think he works in the theatrics he doesn't have I think. sincerity in him sincerity right i think the i think like black swan works because it's just this it's just heightened it's just unreal it's just yeah. it's a horror movie i think the wrestler works because it is placed in this fantasy of like a, a professional wrestling and there's just like a level of reality there but like it's 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 not supposed to be played like dead serious it's like uh, 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 but in the whale it is supposed to be serious i understand like brendan fraser has his warmth about him he does make you know jokes and everything but it's not just that it's not just the opening moment of him jacking off violently there are other moments where it's supposed to be real sincere real serious but it's just it's it's jacking off softly (laughs) and jacking off like like right in the middle like neither soft nor quiet just like regular (laughs) amount of decibels Right. I mean, it's there are other moments. I don't want to get into those moments where it feels like, oh, this is supposed to be a real sincere moment, and it's just played for not played for laughs, but just seen as like this is ridiculous. You can't help but laugh. That's it. Yeah. So. No, I think I think uh, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I'd say I felt a little bit the same about Bones and All, seeing that with people, 
where things are supposed to be coming off maybe more ah, serious or horrific than they are. And I'm just kind of like, okay, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know what reaction I'm supposed to have really. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I guess it's about tone. I forget what other movie I, I've had this problem with before about tone. And sometimes tone is uh, something is supposed to be... And again, maybe this is Aronofsky, super genius. Maybe he's like, oh, this is supposed to be ridiculous and funny. You're supposed to laugh at it. And like, what? Really, dude? Like this in particular? Which is, I, I guess, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know, Marcus. I, I just think... Um, Something's off about it. It, it, it I, I, I want it to be a certain type of thing. I think Brendan Fraser thinks he's in a certain type of movie, but I think just the direction, the way it's f- the story, the way it's framed, the ending, all of it really just bothers me. And I, and then and I, I, I have really thought about some of the aspects of the movie. Uh, I thought, oh, I, I think that's clever. I think that's smart. But I don't know. Everything else about it is not... Uh, does not fit me well. Well, I watched a movie where Santa like stabbed people with a candy cane. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, Violent Night. Um, that was all right. What do you think of that one? I like that movie. Violent Night. I have a story about that. Right. All right, uh, sit back, <laughs> relax. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't. You do not have a fucking story. Okay, so I'm just gonna keep saying the things I have. Okay, I've got eight movies I watched in this last week. Right. Most I, of them yeah. were, most of th- three or four of them, four of them are going to come up in this episode. Uh, and I, I don't, I wasn't necessarily watching these for catch up. I'd say two of these I watched for catch up. Two of them I just kind of happened to watch uh, uh, in in this week. The, where they mattered the most because of actresses in them, where they mattered the most to me in this recording in your podcast, so I appreciate. It, and Marcus. I also watched. Uh, yeah, that's it. You want me to watch? Do you want me to tell you about the old movies I watched? Yeah, sure. Why not? Or just get into the new. I talked for ten yeah, minutes sure, straight, okay. so, so I, I think watched, you deserve uh, some uh, screen time, Marcus. It's <laughs> a little room. I watched uh, Cry Baby, John Waters. Uh, Johnny Depp, really good. I've never really, seen really it. Really fantastic musical. Really, it's it's great. It's a really great musical. I'm not very uh, well read on Waters. I have only seen Hairspray when I was a kid, and now this. But uh, it's a really cool fucking movie, man. Cool yeah. is the word I would use. I watched Tammy and the T Rex. I know it's a movie you have some affinity for. <clears throat> I do enjoy Tammy and the T-Rex. Um, I have a story about that, which I'm not going to tell. Um, but yeah, I... I uh... <laughs> we should play a game. Like, name a movie and see if there's a story for me that I can tell about it. You know? Well, Qu- quick experiment. Mo- yeah, yeah, next just, yeah. Movie. yeah, next movie. What, my, what fi- is it? my final old movie. Uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Um, No, I don't have a story. I'm I mean, actually I- young. 1999 yeah probably. i i have seen it uh i do like it a lot um I, yeah that, i i oh, that was the first time watch for me like last year yeah it's re- yeah it's 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 right. great yeah i i'm glad i finally watched i, I want to pick up that it. blu-ray and see the director's cut oh yeah i i saw the movie before i think oh god i don't know actually 
Because, like, the, the director's cuts came out, what, like, in the last year? And I think I mm-hmm. may have seen it for the first time, like, a year ago, before the director's cut, I think. So I, I, I need to watch the director's cut if I haven't seen it, which I don't know if I have or not. Yeah, well, all three of these movies are appropriate for this week. Uh, we've got strong, ferocious lead performances. Uh, but I'm a cheerleader is Natasha Lyonne. Uh, Crybaby, her name is Amy Locaine. Amy Locaine? I have no idea. Uh, but she was phenomenal in the movie. Uh, great singer. <clears throat> and Denise Richards, of course, for Taming the T-Rex. Of course. Uh, just three great female lead performances. Awards worthy in their own right. Yeah, and I I had a great week of movie watching thanks to those movies. They put me in a great mood. Uh, but I I had I did some uh, more movie watching. I watched Meet the Fablemans. I watched uh, The Blonde. And I watched Glass Onion, Knives Out, Mystery. <laughs> and I watched... Uh, the resurrection of Rebecca Hall Tim Roth. Oh, and yeah. well, and, uh, yeah, I've got various feelings that I think are, those are going to come up on this episode, all four of those. So we oh, can, wow. uh, skip ahead here, Marcelo. Wow. Let's, let's skip ahead to the next segments. Thank you, Marcus. Let's skip. Yeah. Let's skip to, yeah. The, the movies are done. Marcelo watched the whale. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, if you no, could. Do, do you think you would say, do you think we already did best actor? Would you go back and say Brendan or fight for Brendan Frazier? Would you put him on your top five? You think? Uh, I, I, w- I was thinking about this. Hold on. The other day, let me go back and see who my best actors were. Um, no, he wouldn't Austin be on Butler. there. No. So ju- just to recap Colin what Farrell. I said, uh, during the best actor conversation, my picks, from one to five, Butler, Farrell, Mortensen, Cruz, Craig. Craig in the aforementioned Glass Onion. I think Craig makes the five spot. He's the lead actor in that movie. You think Craig, really? I love Craig in Glass Onion. I think his Benoit Blanc in Glass Onion is better than his Benoit Blanc in Knives Out. Because um, I, I think he's I think he's more comfortable in the role of Benoit Blanc. He really like goes for... Not, I don't know. It, he does a lot there for just being like a basically the zany detective. Um, I don't know. I, I, I liked him a lot in Glass Onion in that lead performance. But no, Brendan Fraser, sorry, buddy. I think you'd make possibly the honorable mentions. Um, again, it's a, it's a solid performance. I would not begrudge anybody, you know, voting for him in whatever awards thing. Oscars or Talk Film Society Awards, either one, sure, he'll get nominated. That's fine. I just don't care for the movie, and like his performance is solid, but yet does really... He tries the best with bad material, and it's about the material part of it that makes yeah. the performance so great. Anyway, that's it. That's all I'll say. Okay, so it's time to talk about uh, our favorite leading ladies of this year. But before that, we're going to play the Gold Derby game. The Gold Derby game, yes, our favorite, our very favorite. Yeah, Marcus loves this, because he has to struggle to think of five names. I have fun with it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, Gold Derby, uh, it's the prediction website I used to cheat during Oscar pools. Uh, uh, It uh, combines uh, experts' opinions, uh, people on chat boards' opinions, all these people's opinions about who's going to get nominated in what category in the Oscars. Right now, I wrote down, let's go as usual, six. I wrote down the top six uh, they think are in the running 
from most popular to number sixth on the board. So, Marcus, you have five picks as a usual. Can you guess okay. Okay. the top six? Best lead actress. Marcella? Yes. <clears throat> I'm going for, I'm going to run the table here. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Kate Blanchett in Tar. Yes. Michelle Yeoh in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes. Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. Yes. All right. Now <laughs> my confidence has fallen away. After three. I'm going to guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to you were so. You, I, I really thought you were going to get this. I mean, I was like, well, okay. Wow. Tong Wei from Decision to Leave. No. No. Damn it. Fuck everything. Fuck all of you. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much... How in my bubble am I with uh, Maya Goth and Pearl? Is that just a film Twitter thing, or are they really pushing it? You know what? Let's go to... And and I think... Uh, uh, there, oh, Viola Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you got that one. Okay, so four four to five. I don't think, yeah. you, I don't think you will get uh, uh, the last two, but uh, I, I'll give you a hint about one of them. Uh, it's it is from a big December release. Um, I've mentioned her before. Uh, as you do that, I'll look up where Mia Goff is uh, on the leaderboard here on goldderby.com. She is, well, is it whoever from the whale. No, do you give up? Or no, that was supporting. You said yeah, that was supporting. Yeah, I give up. <laughs> Margot Robbie and Babylon. Margot Robbie. Yes, I actually should have got that one. Maybe we're not in a bubble because uh, looking through Gold Derby, Mia Goth is actually 13 uh, uh, on the list. Okay. It's not bad, really. Because, okay, Mm-mm. let's let's go not through let's, let's go through Gold Derby's uh, picks from 13 up really quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, 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 I like this category. I don't know if you know this, Marcus. From the last four we've done, including this one, this is my favorite from this year. Okay, so I, I'm with you. Number thirteen, Mia Goth. Number twelve, Ricky Cripps in Corsage. I do not know what that movie is. I'm sorry, Ricky. I love you though. Um, number eleven, Emma Thompson in Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. I've heard that's good. Uh, number ten. Here we go. Here's where things get tight. Number ten, Jennifer Lawrence in Causeway. Getting saucy. Number nine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number nine, Ana de Armas in Blonde. Number eight, Naomi Aki in I Want to Dance with Somebody. Number seven, Olivia Coleman in Empire of Light. Number six, Margot Robbie, Babylon. Number five, Viola Davis, Woman King. Number four, this is one you didn't get, and I would have not, I wouldn't have gotten it either. Uh, da- Danielle Deadweiler in Till, a movie that hmm. I, I'm afraid to watch because it does, it does look like a rough watch. Uh, then the top three, of course. Michelle Williams, Mich- uh, Michelle Yao, and Kate Blanchett. So those are the top 10. Or sorry, the top 13. Wow, what a race. And then after that, like, yeah, it, that, that's why I'm like, I mean, even like Florence Pugh is in the running down there, Latita Wright, Rooney Mara. It, it's a packed uh, category this year. and um, Packed cat. Yeah, and now, now we got to reveal our own personal tops. Here in the lead actress uh, of 2022 episode we're doing. Right, Marcus? That's the next thing we do? Yeah, Marcella. We're going to uh, uh, each go through our top five uh, female performances of the year. 
we're not trying to guess or anything. These are our personal performances that we like the most this year because, uh, because, uh, they're the ones that meant the most to us. And we're saying those because they could be nominated for the talk film society. <laughs> Awards, <laughs> Right. You know what? That's what we're doing we, here. We're not just doing the Oscars. We, we should have said this at the beginning and this is my fault. I mean, at the beginning of the series, like four episodes ago, the, the, we could have said this, these are our ballots. It's like, uh, I need to look back, but I yeah. think like if I were voting, essentially, if I were voting the talk film society, which, which I normally don't do because I am the vote counter and I don't, I can't have a vote myself. That would be cheating. But if I were to vote mm-hmm. in the, in the ballot, these picks would, would be who I'd be putting down. So, um, but that's just, that's just how I see it. I, I mean, uh, would you say the same Marcus, like the ones you've written well, I'm, down? I'm straight up going to vote. Yeah, I'm straight up going to vote, and yeah. these are what I'm going to vote with. Yeah, so, yeah, these are our personal ballots, but our personal picks. Unless, thing, unless things change in the weeks to come, of course. We're still going to see things. We're, yeah, we're yeah. still seeing things. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I still yeah. need to see. I mean, I, I, I told myself maybe by this week I'll be done with 2022 movies, me personally, because I've seen so many, like too many, that they may encroach my social life and hurt me forever. Possibly. But... <laughs> I could still see like <laughs> after sun. I need to see that. Um, what else? Like yeah. even like the little ones, not little, sorry. That's, that's the wrong word. Even the ones that came Those out. Little teeny tiny, <laughs> cute little movies. Right? <laughs> the ones that came out so long ago that I need to catch up on. And I say little, I don't know why I said little, I should cut that out because I don't want to diminish <laughs> turning red, the Pixar movie, which I hear it's great. But like it's just not on my radar. It wasn't on my radar back then. Yeah, it looked nothing against it. Uh, I had a really good time watching it. It's it's got that Pixar magic, you know. Like you'll, you'll watch it and you'll enjoy it. But I, I'll just quickly say, it, 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 you, I haven't I haven't loved a, I haven't I haven't fully loved a Pixar movie since um, Inside Out, and that was like what like Marcelo, same boat. Yeah, eight and, years uh, ago. This has inside out vibes. Okay, okay. Strong inside out vibes from turning red. You know what? Well then well then I'll I'll definitely It's literally the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well then it's, I'll watch her, it. I her won't. feelings turn her into a little red panda. <laughs> well then she has to deal with her feelings. I, I should have I should have seen this months ago. So okay, fine. I'll watch Turning yeah. Red. But anyway, yeah, I, I still need to see that and other movies. So yeah, all this could change. But for right now, this is what we're doing. So who started last time? Was it you or me? Yeah, it was Best Supporting Actor last time. Um, Wait, it was you in episode one? Yeah, because I probably started the first one. I think it's me. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, so it's Marcelo's time to shine. All right, so I guess it's my time to shine. Um, All right, so I'll I'll go from honorable mentions to uh, five to one. So honorable mentions... Uh, Michelle Williams in Fableman's uh, category fraud, whatever. But right now I'm saying Michelle Williams, she's the lead in Fableman's, or she's all lead. Uh, but she, it's it's a very odd, weird performance. Yes, it is, but it's indelibly like hers. And sure, it's like supposed to be a facsimile or a, a proxy or whatever, an analogy of Steven Spielberg's mom. But I don't know. It's it, it, Michelle Williams does her own she, she puts her own little spice on it it's like her own little thing so it's it's indelibly her type of character and i think it's one of her best performances michelle williams favorite women's greta gerwig white noise 
the new Noah Baumbach movie. That, oh, I saw that in theaters. Um, I think since the last time we talked, Marcus, I forgot about that. I love that movie. I love White Noise. Maybe this is why I didn't mention it before because I, I knew I was going to talk about it now. Um, White Noise. Hold that on me. White Noise, great. Uh, it's it's uh, popping on Netflix uh, the 30th of, uh, of, uh, of this month, December. So in a few days. Uh, I I loved Greta Gerwig in this. I love her regardless of whatever she does. I think she's a great person. But as an actress, like oh, she's like solid in White Noise, along with Adam Driver. Overall, very good movie. Um, so moving on, Leia Sado, Crimes of the Future, another honorable mention. Love her in that. Uh, one of the best female performances in a Cronenberg film. And that's saying a lot, because he does create some amazing mm-hmm. female characters in his movies. But she's definitely up there, top tier. Um, those are my mentions. Yeah, Michelle Williams, Sadu, Gerwig. Now, quickly, top five. I don't want to take up too much time with this, because we're going to talk about these names over and over, some of them anyway. Uh, yeah. Number five. Oh, actually, nobody's, nobody's going to mention this. I haven't even looked at the Discord, Marcus. I haven't read through all the all the all the uh, picks, but I don't think anybody's mentioned this. I think I might be the only one. Lore, Lauren Lavera in Terrifier Two. <laughs> now, I l- okay, yeah, so you're definitely <laughs> the only one. Okay, in the world, in the world to put whatever Lauren Lavera, the lead actress in Terrifier Two. No, no, no disrespect to her or <laughs> or even the movie. It's just, Marcelo, you're weird about that. <laughs> I am worried about this movie. I, I, you haven't seen it yet, have you? Uh, no, but I do did get the confi- confirmation today of my uh, 4K steelbook coming from, or 4K whatever, coming from Best Buy. Well, okay. I don't think it's a steelbook. You haven't seen it, but I won't I won't say too much. I'll just say her lead act, her, her performance in it, her character in it, a big reason why I love Terrifier 2 is her and her character... And I think you know me, Marcus. You know me well enough. Like, I think as, you, as soon as you see Terrifier 2, whenever you watch it, you go, oh, I'll, I know why Marcella likes this. Okay. She, she has red hair. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great female character in a, in a great horror movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, amazing. Speaking of great female characters in great horror movies... Number four, Mia Goth and Pearl. Uh, I dig Pearl a lot. I dig it a little bit more than X. I think they're both very, very, very good. Um, even though I think here's the thing: I think X is is very good, but it's just a, it's a it's not just a it is a solid slasher movie from top to bottom. Solid slasher movie. Pearl is like something else. It's like psychological thriller. It's in this dreamlike state, and in the center of it, it's just like. Mia Goth's film, but just one of the, one of my favorite moments of of the year is just Mia Goth's performance in Pearl and one you know uh, uncut sequence, one one long take in particular. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about if you've seen the movie. But yeah, just for that alone, honestly, that's why she's on here for me. Um, and then and then the top three, we're gonna say these names a lot. Okay, so number three, this might be this okay. th- this might be a shocker. Number three is Kate Blanchett and Tar. Okay, why number should, three? Yeah, I know why. Wow. I guess we. I guess let's just let's just rip the bandaid off. Number two, Margot Robbie and Babylon. Yes, I think she's that great in Babylon. I put Oof. her at number two. Oof. And then number one, Michelle Yao. Oof. 
Michelle Yao and everything everywhere all at once. I cannot deny it. Oof. I cannot deny Michelle Yao being number one for me. So just to reiterate, number one, Yao. For number you. two, Robbie. Number three, Blanchett. Four, Goth. Five, Lauren Lavera from Terrifier 2. That's it. That's it for me, Marcus. I mean, do you, I mean, I heard I heard you reacting throughout that whole thing. How, how do you feel? What's 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 the aftermath like? Marcelo, I like your list. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> and I like it because it's you. <laughs> well, now I'd like to ask you something, Marcus. Yeah. What's that? What are your favorite lead actress performances of the year 2022? Can we do that? Can we do that later, Marcelo? <laughs> well, are you going to tap out right now? <laughs> I might. <laughs> I think this tap out bit has to end unless we really are going to put it out. Wait a second. So sorry. What, what's going to happen here is this is a cliffhanger. Uh, I'm going to take some. Hold on. Just let me. No, no, no. Take some medicine. This is uh, this is amazing podcasting for me. This is a cliffhanger. Oh, my God. We, we are stopping this episode. This is going to be a two parter. <laughs> we're we're uh. we're coming back next week. To reveal Marcus's list. I'm sorry. Everybody. We'll go through the Discord picks and we'll talk more about these performances of this year. Uh, lead actress wise. Okay. Okay. What a cliffhanger. That this seems is like- fair enough. Cause I, I see I have things to say. Marce- here's the reason I'm tapping out. I have things to say. Marcelo, you talked about Michelle Williams. You talked about uh Michelle Yao. You talked about you you brought them up. All these lovely ladies. Right? <laughs> okay, you said it. And <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Who were your two and three? Uh Margot Robbie and Kate Blanchett. Yeah, so I definitely want to hear more about these these uh just lovely gals. <laughs> but I don't have it in me right now to talk about them. <laughs> Formulating thoughts is hard for me right now. But this is great. We, this is but great. I want to talk about them, and I think they need to be talked about more. This is this. I love this. This is a cliffhanger, and I'm not going to advertise this as a cliffhanger. Uh, or might or might it would be funny to release an episode called "Best <laughs> Lead Actress Performances Part One." <laughs> uh, but but by the time we get by, by the time we get back, this episode will be out, and Marcus can listen back to it and like. You know, and, and it'll be like it, 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 it'll be like we never waited a week to record totally again. Embarrassed. <laughs> we talked about the whale for I know. I, <laughs> this is half the whale, half first half of lead actress conversation. <laughs> Marcus, talkfilmsociety.com slash Southland Tales for oh, our podcast. Where, uh, yeah, yeah. where can they follow you on Twitter or not on Twitter? Anywhere else? Ah. Uh. At at junk blader, uh, junk junk blader, <laughs> b b l a d e r. Uh, you can look me up everywhere. I've got that. Yeah, <clears throat> and let's hope for a speedy recovery uh, from Marcus. dot com. <laughs> uh, Marcus, thank you. And also, uh, hey, uh, go to the Patreon, patreoncom society Vote <laughs> TFS awards. TalkFromSociety.com/slash/TFS awards. That's it. Marcus, until next time. Uh, I see you at the movies. See you at the movies, right? No, no, I never say that. But you don't say that. No. You never say that. Bye. <laughs>